My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone out there, and welcome back to the Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. I'm thrilled to have you here again. Um, every single week, it just gets better and better. I've got a fantastic show for you today. Um, I'd really like to speak with you today about the art of being alone. This is also my very first Facebook Live. I'm doing some uh, some live video here, which is my first attempt at this, but this is um, episode... I think 14 or 15 of The Art of Attraction, which is my radio show for my business. My name is Dominique Drew, and I run a business uh, that helps single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. And that is really something that has fascinated me for quite some time. Um, I teach less about you know dating and logistics and more about finding what's uh, what's happening in your subconscious that's holding you back from what um, to other topics. I've worked with people and helped people find their careers, their dream careers in the past for um, a couple of reasons. One is um, that I feel very strongly about, um, you know, both genders and what they're doing. And, uh, and another thing that there's not a huge amount, I'm a little nervous, I got a little waver in my voice because of the video, I'm a little self-conscious, but uh, if you'll stick with me, then uh, to get through some good shit here. So, um, as I said, I, 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 I help single men attract life partners through personal relationship coaching. Um, the way I do that now is I've developed an eight week course that is really, um, designed to take you from that place of being single and being lonely and, and taking you all the way to where you are ready for that relationship to manifest right there. Um, I teach you how to attract and form that, um, fulfilling and real relationship, you know, that substantial relationship with a woman that you really want to spend your life with. And so that's really where my, where my focus is. And uh, along the way, of course, huge amount changes because what we're really working with is what you're holding on to subconsciously that in my last episode, we talked a little bit about um, a client who I spoke to just a few days ago, who is, he doesn't struggle with confidence issues. Like a lot of my, my clients do. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm right. And that's gotta be one of the most frustrating things. And I understand horses about dating or talking to people or, you know, pickup lines and things like that. And I'm single, right? Like you may need a few, like, you know, maybe you're not so slick with the late, you get a little shy or things like that. But none of those really logistical things are really what keep people that I was doing, you know, what tips I could give them. And I said, you don't need help with any of that. You're confident with women to date them, you know, how to attract them. But the keeping them was the hard part and something was getting in the way. Right. And then we start looking at, okay, so what are we dealing with here? And what exactly is it working against you so that we can 
you know, figure out what that is and eliminate it. So if you'd like to join the conversation with me today, you're very welcome to do so. You're welcome to call in and um, offer your, um, your questions. Um, I love answering questions. A lot of what I do is kind of more of a back and forth type of work. Um, if you're interested in sending a question, but you don't want to call in, you're welcome to type in. You're welcome to, to you know, find me on Facebook, things like that. Uh, on Facebook, I'm at Domini Drew Coaching. That's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y. D-R-E-W coaching. You can find more about me and my course at uh, dominiedrew.com. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at dominiedrew. So uh, I don't have all of those pulled up while I'm online, but you're welcome to call in if you're interested. The number is 708-793-7769. And again, that's 7087 here on Facebook. And let me know if you have any questions because I'm live on Facebook. Okay. All right. Let's get down to it. So that's a little bit about me and how I work and what I do. Now, the things that I really want to talk about today, today I want to talk about the art of being alone. Okay. So it's a common, um, it's commonly said that you need to learn how to be alone before you can be with someone. Right. And a lot of things are commonly said that are vastly, vastly and deeply wrong. Um, sadly, this is not really one of them. <laughs> um, genuinely, you know, do you have to be as happy being alone as with someone in order to find someone? No, of course not. People are in relationships all the time who, um, you know, who don't have, you know, who, you know, have a lot more work to do on themselves or, or are even still, you know, defensive or, or really able to tolerate themselves in lots of ways. But what it's, what, what that kind of adage referring to about really having to be happy being alone first is, is that, you know, the way people see relationships is that the other person is completing them, okay? Which is a beautiful sentiment. It is. Um, and it's, it's not even that that's entirely untrue, but that's foundationally untrue. Um, a healthy relationship will be less made of two halves and, and start from the beginning. So, so if, you're, if you're single, you're looking for someone and you're really want to find someone, then it's worth some self-examination. If you want to find someone, then that intention will be set out a certain way. And you will, people will um, genetically, emotionally, um, even physically that are, are very, very, very subtle. And this people were doing everything right, but people were going away. There was something going on underneath the surface that they were all feeling. Okay. So why do people, why do people hate being alone? Um, but often, you know, generally it is something that people tend to prefer to pair up. Okay. And a lot of that are social creatures, right? Some animals um, travel in packs, some animals travel alone. And, and we evolved that way because it was safer. Okay. There was a little bit of safe, safety in numbers. I, I feel badly about how badly I want a relationship. Like I, and I know I should be happy on my own. I haven't, entire, okay. Stop shooting all over everybody else. Stop telling everybody what they should do. Um, okay, I seem to have lost that here. Let's try another one. Maybe I can only go for a certain period of time. Okay, sorry, I'm trying to figure out Facebook Live so that I can actually um, do this full time and I don't actually know how long it will go. So maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. All right. So anyway, so, <clears throat> so, so the reason why... People hate being alone. Is there's literally a part of your brain that's telling you that there might be danger involved in that. Okay, 
So, so even on a cellular level, you know, you, you want to, you want to be around people, just about everybody. It's one of the nearly universal things about the, um, the, you know, homo sapiens, the human condition is that we tend to want to be around other people. Um, again, there are a few exceptions, but for the most part, not. Okay. So evolution, safety in numbers. Okay. We also want to breed. Every cell in our body is telling us to do that for a long period of our lives. Okay. We forget these as we're, as we're sort of involved in, in social norms. And it is, um, it's also, it's also really useful to, to understand the, the system is functioning, right? Your cells want to breed with the most likely mate that that's important. Okay. It's important to know that you're starting there. Right. And then of course we can put, um, you know, um, niceties, uh, on top, um, really, um, uh, really, really fundamental needs and are, you know, dismissed. So, so for those reasons for breeding and for safety, and then also we play together, you know, it's fun. It can be fun. So it's natural. Okay. It's natural to want to be with someone. So don't feel badly for wanting to be in a relationship if you do. Okay. Avoid that negative self-talk because that's where this can really come in and be a real bitch. Okay. Um, A little note about self-judgment. Self-judgment slows everything down. So if you're feeling lonely, then you're just feeling lonely. But if you're feeling lonely and then you're judging yourself for feeling lonely, then you have to address the self-judgment first. Okay. If you're, if you're feeling lonely and then you feel stupid that you feel lonely, then you'll need to address the self-judgment first. You'll need to peel away that first level before we can even get down to addressing the loneliness. So we're going to get ahead and start on that here. So what does it mean when you're lonely? So loneliness is not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's great. It's your system telling you that you're ready to share, you know, a bit of your life with another person, either a little bit or a lot. Okay. Trick is it can also be a defense. Okay, if you're afraid to be alone, if you're seeking another in order to avoid your own company, that's when it becomes a defense. Okay, so if you can find a balance between, um, you know, spending alone time and spending time with others, and that's the ideal. What else? Just be aware if there's a part of yourself that you're maybe trying to avoid. Okay, so if that is the case, when you feel lonely. Look inward for a minute and just you're wanting a distraction from being with yourself. Okay. If it's the latter, what is it that you're avoiding feeling? Okay. What is it that you're pushing away that you're refusing to look at? Okay. So let's talk about why, why do you need to be okay being alone to be with another person, right? You don't have to, right? There are people who are not okay with being alone and they have people with them all the time. This is just, you know, this is about forming a healthy, conscious, emotionally mature relationship. All right. And if that's okay. the case, that's for that. then yes, so, there's an <clears throat> element of so, being in a relationship with yourself. So before you, so loneliness can be, can be either one, right? And, right. and about forming that relationship. Oh, we'll come back a minute in a minute as well about all right. the, the point that I made very early on, which is that, um, People tend to see relationships as second to have a one whole. Okay, when they're in a relationship, even look at the um, look at the way people speak. Right, um, people will say, "Oh, my better half. My better half is over there." 
my other half is over there. Okay. And they're being sweet and they're trying to communicate. They love their partner and that's wonderful. But the verbiage is very interesting because it, it indicates that you are half of this couple and the other person is the other half of that couple. And it begs the question, who, who are you on your own? Okay. And obviously being a couple of rapes, there's a lot to be learned, a lot to be learned from being alone. So, so be aware of, of, um, be aware of language. When you're with someone, be aware of that language. Okay. This is about making yourself whole. And yeah, a relationship might very well be part of that. It's not that you are a hundred percent fine on your own. That's not quite the same thing. It's really about being more being self-aware, being able to love yourself as you are, whether you're alone or with someone else, instead of having to love yourself through another. Does that make sense? So if you're not comfortable being alone at all, and there are people I'm talking who cannot even tolerate their own, um, they can't even tolerate their own company. Okay. If you're not comfortable being alone, then a relationship will serve as a distraction. Okay, it's a way to avoid being in relationship with yourself. It's easier sometimes to love others than it is to love ourselves. Okay, it's easier to um, to accept another than to accept ourselves. All right, so it's natural to want to be with someone, but it's also very easy to get codependent. All right, so if you're in that state where you're single and you're um, and you're looking for someone, then you know what? Examine your motives. Before you get into one, examine your motive. As you're getting into one, examine your motives. And while you're there, are you staying with this person because you're happy and they make your life better? As a friend of mine says, um, she says about her husband, she says, he compliments my life rather than complicates it. And it was amazing how... how um, <laughs> Remarkable that sounded to me at the time. That told me it was something about the relationship I was at the time. So, so it's really important to know where it is that you're coming from and why. Okay. So look, does that mean that you can't be in a relationship at all until like all of your shit is figured out? No, definitely not. Obviously, you know, you need to, you know, you it, it, it's, it's a process and you get to know yourself and then you go from there. And you know, most people on the planet don't have all their shit figured out. So it's not like we're trying to reach some unattainable goal here. But what's really important is this process is that you need to have a solid sense of yourself. Okay. You need to be able to tolerate your own company. So this is really going to be about, um, this is really going to be about learning to love yourself. Okay. And that unfortunately cannot be avoided for being in a relationship. Even if that's the intention of your relationship, subconsciously, to avoid, um, you know, to avoid uh, looking at yourself, spending time alone, things like that. There's one relationship that you cannot get out of for your entire life, and that is the relationship with yourself. So you might as well work on that one now, okay? Because that's the shit that that is keeping you single. It's keeping you in these patterns that are making you unhappy that are keeping you from that job you want, from the money that you want, from the success you want, from that 
you know, accomplishing your life purpose that you want, whatever is important to you that you haven't achieved yet, there's something in there. Okay. And that's in your relationship with yourself. So, so how do you know if you can be alone or not? <laughs> I'm talking about these sort of people who, um, who honest to God cannot tolerate their own company. Okay. Can't even sit and look at themselves in the mirror. All right. So start with some basic, you know, some basic exercises. Okay. Sit quietly by yourself for 10 minutes. Just see if you can do that. If you are unable to sit with yourself for 10 minutes without a distraction, a sound, TV, music, um, another person to talk to, it's a red flag. It's a red flag. It is. Okay. If you can't, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I knew someone in college who um, couldn't fall asleep without the TV on, right? And that's not particularly unusual. But this guy would fall asleep and he'd be watching two different television shows at the same time. So he would have, <laughs> I don't know, he would have, a, you know, a sitcom on over here and then maybe a drama on or something, I don't know, genre-wise. But he would have two different TV shows he was watching at the same time. And I remember thinking, that is a really significant level of uh, distraction, actually. So that's a that's a really, really significant level of distraction. One show wasn't even enough. His mind would work so fast. Now, part of that is I think he was very intelligent and maybe not challenged. But at that level, then you're not even channeling it into into something. You're just feeding it more distraction in order to in order to you know. Uh, to, to distract, to avoid whatever was going on underneath. And I was just, oh, I was like wiggling my tail. I was so, I was so excited to figure out <laughs> what was like, what is it that you're avoiding so much in there? I was dying to know. <laughs> so, um, all right, so let's get right into. So how do you become okay being alone with yourself? Okay. This is, I mean, look, you're, you're going to find your own methods and see what works for you. But this is a really important relationship. Okay, really important relationship. Um, you know, I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching, and I just about never talk about the other women in their life. I don't, because it's not about that. You're not single because of the women out there. Ladies, you're not single because of the men out there. You're not single because, you know, you don't like Tinder, you know, or online dating or in this day and age, you know, you can't do None of those are the reasons. Okay. This is something that you're creating in your, in your mind, right? These are unconscious beliefs that were formed in childhood that are still functioning and they're blocking you. You know, you had good reasons for forming them. You had something happen in childhood. I go over this a lot in my, in my other episodes of my show, exactly why that happens and how to, how to find those patterns. Um, and then your, your brain protects you and you, you spend your life, you know, avoiding having that experience happen again. So it's very important. Life is about you. Okay? It's not happening to you. I mentioned um, the beginning of this show that um, I used to work with people with a purpose in the world, but they just couldn't, you know, they couldn't monetize it. Basically, they couldn't figure out how to, how to make it work, what we really like them up. Right. Another thing we talk about in the show a lot is how to, in a way, right? It's a it's a direct link to 
um, to your to your spirit points. Okay, it's direct guidance coming straight for you. So pay attention to that kind of thing. Because if you follow that, it's amazing how things start falling into place. Um, just where was I about that? I lost my train. Oh yeah. So so being okay, you know, becoming okay being alone. <clears throat> here's <laughs> here's an exercise that I like to do. Okay, this is, relationship, this is your relationship with yourself. All right. So even if you're dating someone, or you're married, or you're single, it doesn't matter. This is about you and you, okay? And if that's hard for you, if you're married and that's hard for you to picture, then this is something that you really need to do because, um, you know, it's really easy to get meshed in the other person. It's very difficult to, to it can be very difficult um, for a lot of people to hold on to themselves, right? And not merge with their partner when they go, when they, when they do meet someone. So one of the things I like to tell people um, is try just, Next time you come out of the shower, okay, stand naked in your bathroom and look at yourself in the mirror. Okay? And really look. Really look. And I want you to find some things that you like about your body. Okay? I want you to find things that you that you really love about your body. I'm going to take a quick minute here and make sure that I'm still recording, okay? Okay. So we're back in. So um so so yeah, so stand in front of the front of the shower, stand naked, look at yourself. Now it can become really easy to um to get into your judgment mode, right? The first thing you're going to start seeing is all the faults that you have. And you're going to start looking at a few places where you'd really like to, um, a few places where you'd lose, you'd lose a few pounds or some cellulite that you really don't like. And da, 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 da. all right, so it's easy to go there, right? That's the easy part. So you can let yourself go through that if you want to and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe make a note to go to the gym a little bit more. That's fine. So then, but then while you're there, um, rather than focusing on the faults, keep looking for the qualities and don't move, don't move until you find them, okay? Find things you like about it. Focus on the stuff that works, you know? You may get distracted by the faults, by the, you know, pockets of fat, whatever, but I want you to focus on the strength, on the parts of you that are healthy, you know? How are your legs? They work well? that's pretty, that's, that's pretty huge, isn't it? You know, the fact that your body works, that it's healthy, your skin holds in all your, the, <laughs> the olive glow of, of an Italian, right? It may not have, you know, you may not like your freckles or you might think you're too white or you're, you know, you're too, you're too this or you're too that, but really does your skin do its job? Then it does. It does for most people. And honestly, it probably does it really, really, really well. So well that you probably don't even really think about it except to criticize it. So, so that's the purpose of the exercise, right? You get out of the shower, okay? And you stand there completely naked in front of a mirror, okay? And just spend time with your body. I remember at some point my relationship with my body started to change 
uh, my body actually changed quite a bit after this. Um, when I started to appreciate that, even though I, you know, if you ask me if you love my body, I would sort of be like, oh, I hate everything about it. You know, these sort of like wide, vague, overarching statements. And then I'd be like, oh, well, okay, I guess it's, it's not all of it. It's actually just, you know, this part and this part. I was like, actually, you know what? This part of my leg is just great. Like I never have to worry. Do you spend any time with your feet? You know, probably not. In fact, that probably sounds like a really weird thing to say, but it's also pretty weird that like your feet give you almost no trouble on average throughout your entire life. And you don't actually, you know, stop to appreciate it. Instead, you're focusing on how you'd rather the size were smaller. So when you have these kinds of, you know, when you take the time to start appreciating things about your body, then that's like the first step to developing a relationship with yourself. Okay. Um, so that's a really good exercise, the shower exercise. I, I recommend it. It can be, you know, some people, as I said, some people can't tolerate their own, um, their own presence. They can't sit by themselves for 10 minutes. So, so start there, you know, sit by yourself for 10 minutes. Okay. When you feel comfortable, you don't even need to do this exercise naked. You can do this exercise with clothes on if it, if it feels like too much, you know, go to your, go to your comfort level, but really start to develop a relationship with yourself. Because if the goal is to meet someone else and to, um, and to develop a relationship with that person, then you don't even know how to do that because you don't know what's on this end. Okay. And then you sort of fall into things by default rather than by design. And then you end up with, you know, kind of in these, these tend to end up in actually these relationship patterns. That makes sense. So, 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 so try a little bit more intense is to just sit in front of a mirror, um, or actually sit rather than stand. The contact is, um, eye gazing, they call it, call it in Tantra. And it's really, uh, early on in my, in my training, probably 15 years ago now, um, facing outward and half of stem facing inward. And you just stand there and look at the person barely do it i really could I, I could barely i got real i got real uncomfortable because <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't sit comfortably in my own body and it sounds like such a basic thing and yet i bet some very very low population you know of the percentage of the population would actually be able to do it so um, so eye gazing, that can be a really great thing too. All right. So, so, you know, and if you just join us, this is, this is how to become okay being alone um, and how, how to, you know, get into a relationship from a place of I'm okay being me and I want someone instead of falling into a relationship to avoid, you know, yourself, essentially. So, um, so more ideas. So, so this is a process. This really does end up being a process of falling in love with yourself. Your relationship with yourself, if you treat it like a relationship with another person, then you will do very, very well. Okay. Take yourself out on dates. This works if you're married too, but to, to merge when you're married with the other person. And it can be really easy to lose. It's about um, being strong in who you are, having your own interests, having your own pursuits and passions. And then back to falling in love with yourself. Okay. Um, literally, I've recommended that people go out on dates. <laughs> and it's really um, remarkably powerful. Um, uh, I think when I started doing this, I would, um, I would take a bath and like light candles, right. And, um, put whatever music I was on and, 
you know, and really to like take the time to kind of be with myself. It's really, it's exactly the same as when you're dating someone new. You just want to find ways to be with that person, right? So um, one night you go out to a bar and then the next night, maybe you have you take a, know, you take a walk and then you go see a movie or, you know, whatever it is that you're sort of doing. So you're going to do all those things, but you're going to do them with yourself. Okay. So what kind of, a, you know, what does a good date look like for you? You know, maybe it's sitting in the, in the bathtub with, with candles on. Um, but very possibly, maybe you want to go to a bar with a great view and sit there enjoying a scotch on the rocks and think about all you've accomplished in life. Think that relationship. Okay. And as you do this more, it gets easier and easier. And then you're going to, uh, you know, what will end up happening is you're going to start finding things that you enjoy doing. It's been a while since you've spent some time really just doing you. Um, but suddenly you'll miss a week. All right, I'm going to take this much time and I'm going to go out on a date with myself. Um, do. So boom, we're into self-reflection right there. Okay. I know that I always sort of, and maybe it'll be, you know, you'll want to go out for a hike or in your car and listen to favorite music, you know, whatever. It can look however you want it to look. Okay. Um, you know, do a, a wine tasting tour. I mean, all these things that people assume is an adventure and you want to get lost. You know, you're tra- tired of everything being structured. So, so find what it is that lights you up. All right. So come back to your body. How do you know what? Okay. Your, your body is a guidance system. Okay. Inside. That is your guidance speaking to you. Period. That is a direct link. There's nothing like, um, uh, I think in the last episode about <clears throat> self-sabotage and how to break your relationship that we talked about um, is, is that, and it was really uh, a huge shift. So, um, so when you pay attention to your body, um, it's like a, it's like you in the here and now. Okay. If I, you know, there'll, there'll be some defenses up or there'll be, you know, I'm a woman and you're talking to me and I'm, I'm this and I'm that and sort of in the here and now. That's why in yoga, you spend so much time um, connecting what out, somewhat out of your body. Okay. So you're the, the, the amount. Of, so um, part of this dating process is really ends up being size. Does it want more rest? Maybe you want a nap. That's a good date. I think napping should be start that. I'm going to uh, napping meetups. And we all just, just lay down on mats. They were like mats on the ground, right? Or my parents just hippies and they were all yoga mats. I don't know. I can't. So, so yeah, connecting with your body. So the next time that you have a difficult decision to make um, cons, you're using your brain, your brain isn't giving you the answer. Okay. So, okay. Close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. One thing, period, done. That's going to be it. How does your body feel? There may be some nervousness, but mostly excitement. Or is there dread or heaviness or shush? Okay. Um, uh, and then your body does. Okay. So always, always connecting to that. And especially in this process of, of getting to know yourself alone. Okay. And this is important. You know, as I said, in the very first, um, when we first uh, got on today, there's a lot of misconceptions about out there about relationships and dynamics and how things go. And, uh, you know, the fact that you need a relationship with yourself before a healthy relationship with another is actually not one of those. It's really not. Um, and also because you know what, this is your relationship for your life. You know, hopefully you'll get another one that will also last your life. 
But this one definitely will. Your relationship with yourself, that's the one you're never getting out of. Okay? So it's really useful. You know, the I can't tell you how my life looks now compared to how it looks before. It is unrecognizable. And a lot of it is, you know, spending time with myself and and um, get, and learning to love myself because there was not much of that before this. And you sort of think, oh, this is, um, you know, she's already good at this. It's really a decade and a half, really two, <laughs> of, of the, the and really conscious awareness of, of, of looking through, looking past the mirror and to really hate, to feel hatred, you know, you know, and that's how it is for seeing many people. And I remember actually having the experience, um, you know, the, the women um, will, will understand this experience a lot of having the experience of looking into a mirror, right? Um, and I actually, I was, I was on the, before I, I shifted, you know, as I was shifting my body is, image issues and, um, and watching the person next to me see something else. I could actually see what that person was seeing of me and then I could see my perception of me and it was not the same. Um, uh, you know, this is, this is um, really about more than just going, you know, a lot about what needs do you have in life that you're not taking care of, okay? Is to love ourselves, right? We tend to um, give other peace. Um, and that makes it difficult. It can be a really useful exercise to, huh, I have a great little card from sort of a festival out here that says, I should post that on this little, <laughs> this little thing. Um, what would a person who loves themselves do? So if, you, so if you can't quite imagine that, how would you treat your partner in this situation? Okay, so specifically I'm thinking, you know, not just about taking yourself out on dates, but like, what do you need? Like, maybe you really want a dog. You've been really excited about getting a dog. And you, you know, you're not, um, you're not allowing yourself because your reasons, you're shooting yourself, right? I shouldn't get a dog because I don't make enough money and it's going to be alone all day. And it's da, 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 da. what do you need? Do you need a dog? What if your partner that you were madly in love with, that you love more than anything else in the world wanted a dog? How long would it take you to get that dog? I mean, really? How many minutes think more of than anything else in the world? And how long have you been wanting a dog? It's like a night and day, a lot of times. Um, so if there's something that, that lights you up, that your body is telling you is important and you're holding back from for some, okay? If it's, if it's difficult to imagine falling in love with yourself, then what, check in with that divining rod. Check in with your body. What excites you? Can you not wait to go? Um, when I on finding on finding the guidance in the body, and the very first thing you know, they'd sit down with me and they'd be like, "I have no idea what I want to do." In That's fine. So, <clears throat> just gonna start this live video again. Okay. So what is it that, what is it that you need? Okay. So when you're with the jobs, um, you know, the first place I would start with is what lights you up. 
You know, what actually brings you joy? Like if you're not trying at all, and I mean no effort whatsoever, then what would you do? Right? Because it's just a matter of taking down those shoulds, those defenses, those, those old patterns and finding out what's really there authentically in you. Right? So, so this is about learning to tolerate yourself and then gradually finding affection for yourself and then gradually having that affection move, you know, into love. Okay. Um, and the shift that this will make in your life is, is so unbelievable. And as far as finding a relationship, it's really, it's the most effective thing that you can possibly do. You know, it's really, it's about, it's about developing that relationship with yourself so that you have somewhere from where to, from which to connect to another. Okay. Or sort of using the other person to, um, to fill in the gaps, right? Well, I don't really want to love myself and it's easier to love you as well to do that. Okay. So <clears throat> now as far as what to, um, you know, okay. So let's say you've been dating yourself for a little while and you're, and you're getting there, you know, you can romance yourself in all of the ways, all of the ways, do all of the ways, have a great masturbation setup session. Why not? You know? This is more sort of like for women, but, but, you know, like lighting some candles and creating some mood and instead of just sort of like pulling out your vibrator, it's like, okay, well, you can also kind of create like a, a little ambiance and a little romance and a little candlelight or whatever it is that works for you. Okay. Maybe it's just like Wednesday night. You just really want to go out and rage all night. You know, it's, it's just, it's really about, you know, and it can be done exactly like another person okay be really any you know for it to be anything different at all so when you're um so use the shower trick that's a great thing um you know don't worry about having to have all of your shit together don't worry about you know doing it wrong don't worry about doing it right just um just really work on connecting with yourself find things that you like to do alone you can create a lot of richness in your alone life okay which doesn't necessarily mean that you you know you want to not you want to be a uh you don't want to be single you don't have to be single but being single is not the end of the world okay if it is then that's a red flag if being alone is the worst thing you could possibly think right and you may want to rethink that you may want to look at exactly what it is that's that you're avoiding. Okay. So, so what are some common things that, 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 that people avoid? You know, we talk a lot on this show about um, how um, lifelong relationship patterns form, right? And all of the past episodes are available on YouTube, by the way. Um, you can look me up, Dominique Drew, and you can see um, past episodes. And you're welcome to go to dominiedrew.com and check out more about um, the work and how patterns form and what you can do with, about them and stuff like that. So don't be shy to check all that out. And then, um, you know, an interesting thing that I have, that I have you know, done some research in, and this, my research may be a, a, a little bit old at this point, but um, monogamy, 
Um, and one thing that is interesting about for being alone and the desire to be with another, evidence is currently inconclusive as far as whether or not homo sapiens mate for life than concluded one way or the other. I and mean, it can't possibly be an easy thing to figure out, but it is interesting. Um, and around monogamy, but around being paired up, right? Because people start feeling pressure to, um, I have people calling me um, in my business looking for, who are unhappy that they're, they don't have a partner and they're in the, so I had a 23 year old call me and be like, I don't know, I just, I think I'm doing something wrong. So, you know, I should ship and that's totally great. Um, but it is interesting that a certain age, you know, especially when you get into maybe your 30s and then maybe your 40s and you're sort of not realizing that you're not. So, so that's just to say that, you know, there's a lot of it's um, social, a lot of it's psychological, a lot of it's energetic, um, some of it's physical um, dramas can kind of come up. And so it's really um, to, again, come back to yourself. What do you need right now? Maybe your mind is like screaming at you would be so disappointed. But if you go into your, to your, you know, is that what your body wants? If you actually want that, people are perfectly happy to be alone until they get around other people who are, you know, asking them why they're not in a relationship and then start to see how this kind of feeds itself a little bit. Ultimately, it just, it, it only matters whether you're, you want it. But either way, whether you want to stay single or you want to stay in a relationship, you need to have this relationship with yourself. Frankly, move forward in life. Okay? Examine your motives or to connect with another. If you're desiring to connect with another, are you connected to yourself? Here's a little insight to, to how I work. If I'm sitting in front of a client and the client is telling me that they um, feel, um, and they get all these sort of offers, but they don't feel any connection and connected to themselves. Because what will happen if you're not is that you will there to feel it. Does that make sense? So you're not, um, you see, and you won't feel any of it if you're disconnected from yourself. So you guys by people, and I was acutely aware of feeling profoundly alone. So my relationship with myself wasn't there. So great. And then if you're not with someone, that's really great. And you're not so is, is placed outside of ourselves. Does that make sense? Then my relationship, my happiness is now dependent on you. And by the way, that's not fair to you. A wrapped present box full of puppies. Let's say that I really wanted to parents in our lives are so strong. Okay. These patterns are so strong because they um, are, first of all, deeply unconscious. Okay. And as long as they're unconscious, they're, they're powerful. There's no override system. So all the work that I do with people is finding these unconscious decisions that were made that lead to these patterns. Okay. I personally work in ones that show up in my own relationships, but again, I've, I've done it in all sorts of areas. And as soon as they become conscious, that's the shift. It's like, Oh, okay. You know, my mom left when I was young and I didn't think that it really made that much of a difference, but now all my relationships with women leave me and I'm, I'm recreating that because of some belief that I have from when I'm still unconscious, it's, incredibly powerful and there's nothing that you can that you can do going on first so and that's the same thing really when you come back to being able to tolerate yourself can you risk seeing what's there you know a lot of times people don't look at look at like yeah i've i've always felt that i was um 
you know, that I was on that look and see that. So phone with uh, a client um, a couple of days ago, as I said earlier, 23 to 74, and they're all dealing with the same things. He's had the same relationship pattern for his entire life. So, so these will really, you know, it's, the, it's one of the things I, I ask people when they're interested, I think you'll get different results. And that seems a little bit silly. Okay. You know, a person decides, no, you know, this, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing the same thing. Um, as I said, the first thing I would ask them is what lights you up? Like, I have no idea what I want to do. I say, okay, what lights you up? What light? And <clears throat> often, um, and you, we would find, right. And, um, at that point, uh, you'd be like, well, this is, I, I have to be in this job. I literally heard someone say, well, um, what'd she say? I think 16 years away from retirement. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep, she's older than I am, obviously. Um, and she's from a little bit of a different generation. And so, you know, it's it millennial status um, that that I found that remarkable. Just told me without me even asking that you hate doing. And so like, I don't know how to get out of this is, you know, I said, you, you realize that everything, like, I don't know how to get out of the shoes to go to that job. Every single day, if you're in a relationship out of bed and stay in that relationship and keep it the way it is, I'm not telling you to break up your relationship, fix your shit first. <laughs> you're listening. That's, that's what this is about, right? You can fix that. That is a thing, right? You're single, you're, you're avoiding, you know, very likely avoiding. And there's just, there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to go. This relationship is going to follow you till the day you die. Okay. And it's also, it's a very sacred and beautiful and powerful relationship. You know, it's, um, there's, there's a lot there. There's more than you might think. As you, as you spend time with it, you'll find more and more there. So I really encourage you to look. I really encourage you to look. Spend some time with yourself. See what you like. Read newspapers. Maybe you like comics. Maybe you like, um, not video games. Video games and TV, they distract you from, you know, this is not about distracting. Like you could read, you know, feel into it. Is it is, are you doing this to avoid or is this helping you get closer to yourself? Don't bullshit yourself, right? That's not the purpose here. Really let your, see what you like. Let yourself like it. Enjoy it. Powerful. So that is the, that is our show for today. I hope um, it's an incredible lesson to learn. It's an incredible shift, you know, let it be sacred, whatever it is. Maybe you play golf, let it be sacred. Let it be sacred. Develop your life and, and enhance that, embellish that, that you're ready for a relationship and you can open yourself up. Okay. Thanks so much, guys, for another fantastic show. I very much appreciate it. I hope you found this helpful. I really do. And um, all the best to you. I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, 
please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.